Blog Talk Radio. It's Friday, July 22nd, 2016, and you're tuned in to a special Friday night edition of The Misty Show, where your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and joining us once again is our very lovely co-host, Dee. So, Dee, have you washed away the work day? The work day just ended not too long ago. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, long work day. It just ended like maybe an hour and a half ago. (laughs) This is a long work day. This is a long work day. Yeah, you you tend to have those. I'm just hoping for you it's not a repeat of May. I'm just hoping not. You know, if it's a repeat of May, y'all have to get me and take me to work. I don't know if I can take another May. I can't take another May. So hopefully it's not going to be, but it's all good because it's Friday and it's the weekend and yay. (laughs) Yes, yes, very yay. Let me explain to you guys first and foremost. um, I had some pet trivia questions, pet trivia answers, should I say, lined up because I put out a pet trivia post last Sunday and I had some pretty good turtle questions (laughs) and I (laughs) promised that I will get those turtle questions answered. They won't go, though, maybe tomorrow because I'm having some Internet problems. So I have to kind of use my phone as a personal hotspot because I won't name our Internet provider. I guess I'll be nice. But they kind of suck right now. So we just ordered a new modem last week, and now we're still having some more Internet problems. So I had to try to go back on my blog and try to get the – original questions and all of that. And so I was just starting to get frustrated. So I just said I will just answer all those tomorrow. So no pet trivia answers tonight, but I will get those. So don't worry, you'll get your turtle answers because I think we had four questions from last week. Well, we'll get those done. Turtle answers are coming. <laughs> turtle answers are coming. They're, they're coming slowly like the turtle moves. <laughs> like the oh, there Actually, you know what? The turtles are bringing them. You know what, that's a good way of looking at it. They're going to be a little bit slower than anticipated because the turtles themselves are going to brand. They have backpacks and everything. They're bringing them. Speaking of which, I think one of the questions was, what is shell rot? Is that the Wait, I'll wait. I'll wait because I need to look at them again. I'll wait. That's the Um, What is it? Because I'm trying to see if the, I know rot is in the question. I don't know if it's called shell rot, but there's a particular term for something that they can get that's specific to them. But I'll wait until I can um, access the original questions, and then I'll get those answers. So hang in there till tomorrow, guys. We'll have those. Tomorrow is going to be our celebration of our 100th episode, and we'll be back on at our normal time of 5 p.m. Central, assuming <laughs> – Assuming we have no no more uneventful things or internet crashes or anything like that. I mean, it's just like we're living under a cloud right now. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. I I have no idea. That's okay because we keep strong and we go on. 
Yes, we do. We keep strong and we go on. And tonight we're tackling a question or a struggle that most of us have had, most pet owners have had. And we're all faced with the struggle of maintaining a clean, presentable home with pets. Is that possible? Can you do it? Can you do it? Well, hmm, let's see. <laughs> that, that is what we're going to attempt to answer in tonight's episode, and hopefully we're going to give you some tips that will tilt the odds in your favor. But before we get into that, I'm just going to give out call-in number just in case any of you guys have your own tips for keeping your home clean with the pet. If you do, you may want to hit us up at 347-838-8313. Or you can listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she's authority. Links to information used in tonight's show can be found after the show on our Twitter page at twitter.com forward slash Missy Show or on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Missy.show44. Now on to Clean Pets, Clean Home. Is it possible? Is there a happy medium? <laughs> well, you know, you know, I, I kind of live my life. Well, I live my life, and still to this day, actually, because we still find some of him. Um, you know, life before Boomer and life after Boomer. <laughs> before we got Boomer, and then after we got Boomer. Our household, before Boomer, it was like, you know, normal. After Boomer, because he was a child mix, everyone knows I used to have a dog. He's gone on to pet heaven. He's waiting for me at Rainbow Bridge. But he was a child mix. And he, if anyone knows about chows or any mixture that's blended into a dog that has some chow, they have, like, layers of hair. (laughs) That was the thing, layers of hair. So anytime he would shake, he didn't even have to shake. It was just. He could just open an eye and there would be fur flying. (laughs) There would be some fur flying by your face. So that was one of the struggles with us. It was his hair because it was everywhere. (laughs) It was everywhere, everywhere. You could just, I mean, still to this day, and we've cleaned, and I've said this many times, we cleaned and we cleaned, and we still to this day see parts. I think it's just him coming back to say hello, though. But um, we still see like pieces of hair that resemble his hair, and I'm like, really? So it is a tough problem, a tough challenge to face when you have pets, especially those that have hair. Yes, which are the most common kind, because most people either have dogs or cats, and I know with Missy, it was the same thing. Because um, for those of you who don't know, I think I've probably mentioned it before, Missy used to enjoy drinking um, out of the faucet. So she used to like for us to cut um, the faucet on in one of our bathrooms and let it drip just a little bit because she wanted very fresh water. And so that bathroom (laughs) became sort of a fur haven where you would go in there to sometimes wash your hands and you you swear that you've wiped up the basin really good and all that, but you still find hair. There'd still be hair no matter how much you wiped up and there'd be hair on the floor and just it just seems like their hair gets in the crevices of everything. It's everything. Everywhere. Places you couldn't even imagine. They're there. And I'm like, what is going on? But you know what? One of the tips I found about trying to get rid of hair and this is a really good one and we 
we tried this, but it was like, yeah, okay. Um, it's just when you brush your pet, brush them outside. So yes. you know when you're when you're you're getting rid of all the loose hair, the tangled hair, the matted hair, the underground hair, the hair that seeps deep into the the skin or whatever, it's gonna fly out and it's already gonna be outside. So that was one of the great tips that I found. Was yeah, and I noticed that they were saying that if you collect it on the brush, it's not on the floor. So try to brush away as much of it as you can, and then hopefully there will be less that you find on your floor. Um, Probably one of the the best things you're going to be able to do, which still may not get at all, is if you're going to have to vacuum. As far as, like, your carpets and stuff, you have to vacuum a lot. And and I think it also depends on, like, the type of vacuum. Because I found something where they were saying a, the particular type of vacuum which that's really good for them. I have to find that again. I think I remember seeing something like that, too. I can't uh, – I don't have it I don't have it in front of me, but I think I remember reading something about um, – uh, Yeah, because they, they said there was a particular – type of vacuum that you need that, that kind of helps a lot with that. I'll run across it again because I'm still looking yeah. at my notes here. Yeah. So it's, it's, there, there are options and, and, and resources out there for you for the hair. And let me just tell you, one of the things that I invested in that I still have to this day, and one of the reasons why I have it is because of, was because of Boomer, is a um, lint roller. <laughs> the lint roller. Mm-hmm. I live by a lint roller. You had to have a lint roller with him because no matter what, you you could just, he was going to, you could walk through the house, you were going to walk out with lint on you. I don't care. And so I live by lint, lint roller, but I also used it to lint roll, like, the sofa and stuff. When he was in it, I would lint roll the sofa. I would lint roll everything, actually. <laughs> that wasn't really too much that I didn't use the lint roller for when he was in the house. Because they just picked it up really well. It picked it up really, really well. And see, on this other article um, from, let's see, it's called Cleaning and Stain Removal for Dummies, Keeping a Pet-Friendly Clean Home. And in this article, they're like, don't bother with those gadgets that use an adhesive roller to lift up hair. You'll be there all day. So from your experience, do you felt like they really worked well for you? It worked. You know what? It worked because I could see the lint. That's what made me think, yeah, I'm getting it. Because I would get it because I could see the lint on the, the roller. Right. And, you know, I could see all his little hair and it would roll. I would get so much lint up that it would stop sticking. <laughs> I would be like, yeah, that was good. I'm getting another one. So maybe I was, I don't know, maybe I was just still in need thinking that I was doing something. But I could see my progress and see it. So it made me think that, okay, this is working. Well, or maybe you were just a lint roller warrior. You you were just out for blood, and you were making sure you were going to get it. So it worked oh, for it you. Was, it was game day. <laughs> it was game day for me. So, yeah, I, I love my lint roller. I still have my lint roller to this day. I, I will not give up the lint roller. It just helps. Yeah, a lot of people swear by them. Um, oh, I came across the thing. Um, a quality vacuum cleaner is an essential tool in your campaign to lift pet hair. Um, let's see. They say get a vacuum with a high grade filter. Yeah, let's yeah, see. that's it. 
Yeah, because it keeps the microscopic allergens sucked up by the vacuum safely inside the machine. Because you want something when it sucks up the hair, you don't want a lot of it to fly right back out, you know, cause you, so you want to get those quality vacuums. I was looking at QVC last week, and there was some vacuum that um, that lady was using, and, and it would suck up anything. But I, oh, I guess it just depends, so you kind of have to shop around and do your research, but, but you want something like that with a good filter on it. I love a good vacuum. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, and I've had the sucky kind, too. I've had both kinds. Yes. That's what makes me appreciate a good vacuum because I've had a sucky vacuum before. No pun intended. But I've had a sucky Oh, you know what? I didn't even think about that when I said <laughs> Vacuum before. So, yeah, a good one that can get down in that carpet. And maybe there was something else that we bought at um and I don't know how effective it was when we bought it because we were just like, we'll get, we'll take whatever by at this point. Um, there was like a carpet uh, powder, you know, the, the you can sprinkle on your carpet, but it had mm-hmm. like a, a, lint, a hair release formula in it or something like that. Supposedly it was supposed to release the hair that was in there. I don't know how it did it, if it even did it anyway, but we were trying anything. So that's out there too okay. that you can get. There's some brand that's supposed to really help with um, – Grooming your pet is called the Furminator. I didn't get to do a lot of research for it, but if if you want to look that up, guys, it's F U R M I N A T O R, the Furminator. And so it, it's supposed to be really great at like helping you, you know, remove that loose pet hair. I don't know that name. Yeah. Furminator. That's a gadget for you. Hey, you know what? That became my best friend that I just, when I had Boomer, was like, like a lifesaver at times because literally, you of course, everyone knows who knows me. Boomer was not a dog. He was my child. And so I treated him as such. And um, sometimes he needed things done to him that you probably wouldn't have done to a dog, but you would have done to your child. So hence, I would do it. And one of the things that became my best friend were baby wipes. Baby wipes, God love the person who created the baby wipes because for him, when he would go outside, especially when he would uh, go out when it was raining and, and it was muddy or, or for the grass is wet or something or whatever, and you let him back in and it would track up like the little three paw prints or whatever, yes. he would automatically know, stop at the door, <laughs> stop at the door. They also say putting a mat on the outside as well as on the inside when they walk in and kind of can take away some of that tracking or what have you. Mm-hmm. But um, he would have to stop at the door and he would get his feet baby wiped because he, if I didn't, he would track in the little three paws. So baby wipes were like a lifesaver. And they also say, you know, you want to wipe down your cat. Because if you have, say, for instance, you have a cat that likes to jump up on your counters and things, they can, like, um, when they go into their, like, litter box or what have you, they can contract, like, uh, different, possibly contract, like, different, like, parasites or different things, like, not parasites, yeah. but different, like, bacteria and things like that. So they want, they also say it's very important for you, if you have cats that could possibly do that, or if you have a cat that you let do that, um, it's important to wipe down your countertop, you know, before you put food on them, after you put food on them, just, you know, get a, a regular routine of doing that with, a, like, an antibacterial kind of wipe or something like that because 
the cat, you know, can have that on their little paws and track that on your countertop. And then if you put food there, it's kind of transferring and the whole cycle of that. And it can make you sick or what have you. And that is very true. And most cats, they love jumping on things. Missy, we pretty much had her trained not to do it. But Mm -hmm. she was very smart, and then there would be times where we would leave her home alone, and there were a few times I came home, and I saw little paw prints on my stove because I had one (laughs) of those glass-top stoves. And, you know, she knew not to do it when we were there, but that's very true. If if you have a cat, it's good to, you know, keep all your countertops and your stovetops, keep them um, wiped down with antibacterial because cats, when they use the bathroom, of course, they're they're constantly having to scratch in their litter box. Cats are very clean animals, but, of course, they're going to have some of that bacteria from their litter box under their little paws. So don't really want them doing stuff like that. And what I would have to do for Missy, the way I kind of trained her not to do it, at least not my presence, we kept a spray bottle just with water mm-hmm. in it, just plain water, because cats don't like water. Typically they don't. So if you sprayed her, she just was like, no, you know, so you could even just break out the spray bottle and just threaten to spray her, and she would automatically just know she better get down, you know. So that's how we train her not to do that. Yeah, that, you know, and, 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 and it, you know, it, 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 it's not hurtful, I don't think. I don't, it doesn't seem like it would be hurtful, harmful. And that's a good way to kind of, like, get her in the routine of knowing, because I bet you could pick up that bottle and she would be like, what? Yeah, and, and that that was the thing. She knew if she just saw the ball in my hand, a lot of times if she was thinking about jumping up on something because I would catch her sometimes looking up there like, hmm, I really want a different vantage point, you know, and I just sort of break out that ball and just point it at her, and it got to the point where I never had to spray her anymore. All yeah. I had to do was just break out the ball. She's like, doggone that ball. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't you don't have to drown them or anything. I don't mean like yeah. that, but just just lightly. Even if you just spray like the back part of them, they don't like water. Period. So the least little bit yeah. of water that gets on them, they're not gonna like that. Yeah, and that and and that's a good way. That's a really good tip, though, Jay. That's a good way I would think to kind of deter them from wanting to take that leap up there and take a little walk around on the stove. <laughs> yeah, because you really you don't want cat litter and. And, and yeah, well, you people deposits on your stove top. No, not a good exactly. thing. Exactly. I mean, you think about it. They just went to the restroom. It's not like they wiped their feet when they came out. So, yep. <laughs> so they're, exactly. they're just walking. They're just walking, so, you know. Mm-hmm. And speaking of litter boxes, um, there was something on here regarding bathroom habits. And, of course, with most dogs, you know, they go outside. So the biggest thing you really have to do is just if you're walking them in the neighborhood or whatever, to take, you know, the little plastic bag with you to, you know, pick up the little poop or whatever. But with cats, because they are using litter boxes, um, every cat owner knows, as I know all too well, your house can, that, that area that their litter box is in, you know, when they make a fresh deposit, things can get very white. I will I'll say it can get pretty white. So um, in this particular article, they were recommending that, especially if you have like two cats or a multi-cat household, that you clean their litter box at least twice a day. And you should change it completely every 10 days. I mean, just completely dump out the litter. And they recommend that you fill it with water and a bleach solution and a sudsy dishwashing detergent like Dawn and give it a good scrub before refilling. So for those of you who are thinking about getting a cat and this sounds gross to you, you might not want to get a cat. 
So, <laughs> um, but make sure that you don't clean with an ammonia product because ammonia mimics the smell of cat urine. So you don't want to do mm-hmm. that. So when you clean it, don't don't clean it with ammonia. Um, yeah, that's yeah. I think yeah. So just make sure you you keep the litter box clean, and and that can cut down too. You know, because that can also just I'll just say it makes your house all the way live sometimes. <laughs> well, speaking of all the way live odors, <laughs> I have a tip. <laughs> I have a tip for you. I was reading and I found that baking soda apparently is the miracle thing to use um, when it comes to getting rid of pet odors. They say you can sprinkle it on your carpet, which I have done before, mm-hmm. and you let it sit for a couple of hours in vacuum it, and they say you'll notice that the room smells much, much better. So... For a, they also gave like a little uh, recipe for an air freshener, and they say what you can do is mix one fourth cup of baking soda with water in a spray bottle and shake it and spray it. Baking soda, of course, you know, absorbs odor, so you can also add a couple of like essential oils, like vanilla extract or cinnamon, just to kind of make it into like a a, a natural scented kind of air freshener and you know and some people don't like using air fresheners that are like um you know have chemicals and different things in it so this sort of sounds like it's a natural kind of way to make your own uh, air freshener if you want it to yeah that would be cool because I guess that's very that's more friendly to say if somebody in your family has asthma or something like that or allergies yeah they also say another quick way to keep your house from smelling like a kennel And this one I was like, what? But I guess it works. Um, It's to spray vinegar in the air. As the vinegar smell goes away, so does the doggy odor. Um, I've heard that about vinegar because I think I actually tried that during the time when Missy was having her accidents, and I know I tried the baking soda too. And it does as far as we can smell it, but unfortunately it wasn't stopping her from going back there because, you know, their sense of smell is much stronger. But as far as our sense of smell, yes, it does work. Well, that's cool. I never thought about vinegar, though, because, I mean, I just don't really like to smell vinegar. But, and I never thought of it as a a air freshener or something like that, but I'll try it if it's something that's smelling bad. Um, They also said another tip is to put, and this is something that I think we did for Boomer, one time, but then he had allergies. He found out that he had allergies because he would sneeze, and I'm like, poor baby. Um, is to put a fabric softener sheet under the sofa or chair cushion where your 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 dog or your cat might lay, and it's just a way to keep the area because you know if I know there was a place that he used to lay down a lot, and when he used to be a little stinky boy, you could smell him when he was, even when he wasn't there. So that that's kind of a tip, but you have to be careful about that because. With him, we had to stop doing that in his area because he had allergies really bad. And he, like us, like me, sometimes scents. And I, I'm i like, really? But scents for him were just a bit too much. It would just make him sneeze like crazy. Poor Boomer. I know. And I thought about when you were saying before Boomer and after Boomer. You should use the initials BB for before Boomer <laughs> and BA. I mean, AB for after Boomer. Exactly. That's kind of what my life felt like. It was like life, you know, it's sort of like when you have a kid and people say, I don't know what my life was before I had this child. I don't know what my life was before I had home because I'm like, how do we function? How did I do this? How did I do that? Because he literally came into our lives and like completely took, and, and it was a welcome takeover, but 
he completely changed the way we lived our lives. What we did, and we 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 it was like one of those things where we we can't do that because you know who's going to be here with him? We have to have someone here with him. So you know, it was everything changed for him. Yeah, it is very much just like having a child. Yeah. Um, also, I found something about, you know, even when your um, dog and cat are eating, um, they were saying consider an outer room if space allows, such as a utility area to feed your pet. A utility area often has a sink so you can wash your pet's dishes and any knives or spoons you use to dish out the food from your own because you don't kind of want to put those with the, the regular spoons and stuff. Um, yeah. And they say, you know, store their food in there too, you know. So, And they also recommend that as soon as they get through eating, you know, pick their dish and stuff up and go ahead and clean it out and don't just let, like, the wet food just dry up in their, you know, thing. That does help, though. Yeah. I mean, I would think that. I mean, and you think about it, and that can just kind of be the, that's kind of, you're, you're kind of containing it. And mm-hmm. you kind of do that. You're, you're containing it into an area where, because I was reading something and it was like, you kind of have to pick in your house, well, you don't have to, but you might have to decide in your house the area that you want the pet to be in. Now, with right. me, my pet should be wherever I'm at, so it's <laughs> kind of how it is. But with some people, you, you might want to pick an area that, okay, this area is the pet area. And so, you know, in that way you can kind of customize it to them and customize it for you and your cleaning habits and different things like that. So you might want to do that in your house, just to kind of pick an area of your house that is sort of sort of their area. Well, I think probably most um, pet parents to cats already know that's not really going to work <laughs> because <laughs> with cats, I, I really I, I don't get what it is, but they do not like to be shut out of a particular area. They hate that. They want to be wherever you are, and even if they choose to leave out of the room from where you are, they want you to leave the door cracked. They do not like to be shut out. Missy never wanted to be shut out, and, and the more I've read about other people's cats and looked at videos, it, apparently most cats are that way. They don't like to be shut out of a room. The minute they know you're in a room with the door shut, they're going to be out there like pawing at the door. And then you can open it and let them in, and they'll come there with you for a while, and they'll leave right back out. But the thing is they don't want that separation. Like they don't want you to close the door. They'll be okay as long as you don't close the door. Oh, they're like curious. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing in there? Wait a minute. What are you doing? Okay, you're not doing anything. Okay, I'm gonna leave. But wait a minute. Don't close the door because you might do something. Yes, that <laughs> that was Missy and cats. Also, they don't allow you to have bathroom privacy. I don't know how dogs are, but cats also love to be in the bathroom with you. Well, I have to say, I had my first experience with that because I went to visit a friend who has cats, and. <laughs> And I went to take a shower, and I he has one particular cat that no matter where I'm at and no matter what I'm doing, I have a little face in my face. And I, I took a shower, and I didn't realize that she had come in there with me. And the shower is glass, and I turned around, and there's like a little ledge right there eye level, or at least eye level with me. And I turned around, and the glass was kind of fogged up, but you had this thing pushed up in it. And I thought, I turned around, I was like, what is that? And I was like, that's silent. <laughs> and she was right there. But she she, loved, she 
you know. Apparently, I was not told that she liked to come into the shower and lick the water. Yes, they they greatly enjoy that, and I don't know if you've experienced when you've gone to visit your friend, but if you do have them shut out of a room, sometimes you will look down at the floor and you will see a paw coming under the door. A paw. There was a yes. furry paw under there saying, swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> it was a paw coming under there, and I thought, I guess you want to come in. You know, so we learned how to get along. We had our bathroom breaks together. We had our showers together. You know, we 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 bonded. They're the best. They they just it's just it's weird because sometimes you're just like, why do you want to be in the bathroom with that person? Why would why wouldn't you want to run away from you? <laughs> but they they want to share every experience with you. It's weird. It's weird. And it's also weird just how quickly this episode went by. We are down to, I think, like 40 seconds. So I guess we'll wrap things up. And I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm losing my voice right now. But um, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. We apologize for just a little kinks and stuff. But I think we got through pretty well considering my Internet connection. Hopefully no problems tomorrow. We will be back celebrating our 100th episode at our normal time of 5 p.m. Central. Yay! i got to try to get some more sound effects, but we will be back tomorrow. I hope you guys enjoy your Friday night, and we will see you in, well, less than 24 hours. (laughs) Have a good night, guys. Bye. Bye.